I call the meeting to order with Stanford Pledge of Allegiance, followed by a short invocation. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Our Heavenly Father, we thank thee for allowing us to come together this evening uh, to deliberate the candidate's business. We ask that you lead us and guide us to make the right and appropriate decisions on behalf of our residents. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Did I see Joe pop up there? Yes, Joe's with us. <laughs> I think I'm back among the living. Good. That's yeah, we're great. happy. We're happy. I'm happy. Okay. Um, guess we need a roll call. Mr. Bryant. Here. Mr. Beck. Here. Ms. Lease. Here. Okay, I move approval of the agenda. Second. Uh, all in favor? Aye. Oops. Aye. Aye. Okay, sorry about that. Joe, did you get that? <laughs> yeah, I got all three of you. Okay, uh, under old business, there is none. Our new business tonight is really to prioritize our project and our areas of focus for the township for 2021. Uh, Kim, do you want to go down this list or should we just take it and go? Um, sure. <clears throat> what I did was I went down our budget and I just listed everything that we had pretty much budgeted. The only thing that we did not budget for, I think it was to, it was either to replace the wind, paint the interior of Remington and the preemption devices on Loveland Madeira. We did not talk about that or budget for that. So, but everything else we did budget for. Um, so we didn't budget. The, the first item, the install security cameras in the parking lot at admin building, is that really the close the barn door after the horse is out? From the standpoint of the uh, Boy mean? Scout trailer being vandalized and so on? Right. <clears throat> administration building isn't that the security camera aren't we talking about our building for the recycling yeah that's what i was thinking right. well it's all the above but okay. yeah we did have two trailers that got broken into on our property our trailer got broken into a generator got stolen and then the boy scout trailer got broken into um would we have picked anything up with the placement for these hypothetical security cameras Aren't, those weren't um, really yeah, on the, the parking lot, were they? They were kind of behind yeah, the building. These new cameras, they do the 360, so you can turn the cameras and look 360. Okay. All right. It'll pick up just about everything in the parking lots. Okay. Uh, what about this accounting services, reconcile 2020 expenses? Do you want to speak services? to that? Do you ask me or Joe? I'm asking whoever. What it is, is basically we, we're going to need help closing. So we, um, and reconciling. So we're going to need some accounting service help. I have a friend of mine that does accounting services that does like the TID and, um, he does a couple schools. So he's going to come in on Friday and we're going to talk about if there's anything he can, 
um, he charges $110 an hour to come in and look to see, but we can't, our books are not balancing. So we need help in that arena. So is this, Go ahead, Jenny. Is this something that is just a one-time thing because of the yeah. change of fiscal officers and then next year we won't have this issue? Uh, hopefully. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> uh, do we have any idea of how much? I mean, 110 an hour, it's kind of open-ended. No, uh, I mean, we've been trying to find it ourselves, but we can't find it. So it's all just a matter of reconciling the, the expenditures that went out the door versus what was told in the computer. So uh, and if those two items don't match, then that's why we're not balancing. So, and if we've we've been trying to find it ourselves, but we're not we're not anywhere close to finding it. So we're going to need some help because we, we have to do the what? It, it it sounds somewhat labor intensive. It is. It's very labor intensive because you have to basically go back through all the warrants, How and then you have to go back through all the deposits. Okay. Um, what's the order of magnitude of the discrepancy? It's like a hundred over a hundred thousand dollars. Well, you gotta be able to find that. Okay. You would think, but I haven't found it yet. <laughs> Unless it's a hundred one thousand dollar items. <laughs> you know? Yeah, could be, I don't know. Are we going down? I'm sorry, are we going down the list that was in our mailbox? Is that what you all are referencing? I want to make sure I'm looking at the same thing. Yeah. I'm just looking at my staff report. That's so what you I was go to my at. staff report. Yeah. Is it the I same? I just went ahead and pulled. Yeah, it, it went down my list. So, okay. but it, I just pulled it out to make it easier for you guys to look to find. Can, can I may just make some comments? Meeting. Yep. Tonight, I, I didn't want to go through the little stuff like the Union Cemetery paving. That's kind of a give me. I wanted to just talk about bigger projects. And I know the Mead house is on here, but I wanted to talk about things like we need to replace the, the um, play, playground at um, Seven Gables. That park needs some help. I'm talking about the entranceway that we had some, um, the the bank manager was interested in impairing us for i mean i know that you know sealed parking lot for weekly those are like things that are giving me i'm talking about the larger projects maybe if we have any money left over in sidewalks if we don't have any money left over in sidewalks so i mean i think we can go over this list very quickly because it's kind of like all give me's but okay. that's setting our major goals for this year i mean do we have okay. sidewalk budget or are we kind of tapped out so we know because people are asking i've had a lot of people request things i don't know if we have money for them you know things like that like up at hopewell park people are asking for more trees in the back end so i want to see if we can plan to plant some trees up there i've had several people since they love the mead paved trail now they wanted to extend it into um, Home of the Brave by the, the lacrosse field. So I, I, I would just want to check out and see like what we can consider there. Like dump truck, we know if we need to, right? Right. 
Mm -hmm. So if you want to go over the list quick, that's great. I don't want to spend a lot of time on that because, you know, we definitely, if we need to paint the kitchen, we need to paint a kitchen. Right? Right. Okay, so big items is going to be on the list this year. I had to add bathrooms to North parking lot at Royal Field. Because this, we take, we'll, we'll take that one out of the Rosy Park Fund. But is it, didn't I hear something about a grant for that? Or was that last year? We were thinking we could use it for the COVID money. No. No, we were trying to, but it didn't qualify. Okay. Yep. And then I've got replaced playground equipment at Seven Gables. Hopefully that's the one we were going to apply for an ODNR grant. Okay. And then. And I, I'd like and then, to work because that park needs a lot of help. Right, Ken? You walk in. I, agree. Um, I, I think even the trail needs some help. It's all cracked and popped and so on because of tree roots. There's been some grinding going on over there, but um, my wife's group um, sponsoring uh, St. Jude had a walk over there, fundraising group. And these are older people and uh, there's a lot of problems with the cracks and the pops and so on in that. Okay. I, I think from the, park, the only other park standpoint is that you really ought to take a look at it and put it on a budget for future consideration. Okay. And then the only other big thing we had was we need to repave the parking lot at Sims. So those are the three big, big, big items. So Jody, I think I heard you mention shade trees at Hopewell. Yeah. And then what else did you mention? We've had some requests for that. I know we got a grant for the Mead Trail, but we have a lot mm -hmm. of people who like to extend it over to um, Home of the Brave, where the lacrosse field is, lacrosse box. Okay, some for some reason, I don't think we're allowed to put sidewalks there because it's a wetland. And that's why we have the nature, like the natural trail there. But I'll check with Bill on that. Okay. <clears throat> I remember the, the woods in between Royal and Home of the Brave is definitely wetlands. But I right. I don't recall Royal necessarily being Itself. wetlands, but I, I don't remember off the top okay. of my head where, where the wetlands stop and non-wetlands start. Can you pave a little bridge over this? Yeah, I don't either. You can build a wood footbridge, which is what I th we had. Do we still have that in the woods? No. So you mean an uh, elevated walkway? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We used to. It's gone yep. now? Okay. It's gone, but it's not there now. I mean, if something covered it, if gravel covered it, I don't know. It's not there. I mean, there's like where there's a drainage pipe, there's like a little hump, but there's no like walkway. It's all gravel. Okay. If we're going to talk about large projects that we have to look at in the coming year or years, I certainly would like to see address the fact that we do not have a service building for our equipment, our trucks, which is multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment where we can properly maintain, protect, clean, and house this equipment. And that's a big investment uh, for our community. And I think uh, we certainly have to pick up the ball here and at least start the process on what's going to be possible for us to address that issue. We have um, 
what we have now. We just can't take care of our, care of our equipment properly. Um, when I've spoken to Bill Pittman about it, you know, he's listed a number of things that uh, are, are necessary that we don't have. And if you look at the old, um, I went back and read the uh, feasibility study for the changes that are necessary in the future uh, for not only service area, administration area, and what they recommended and the adequacy, the inadequacies that exist today. And I know that our buildings are grandfathered in. I know that, but I don't think we can sit on that for the next 20 years and just say, well, we don't have to do anything. The buildings are grandfathered in. Um, it would be nice to approach being EPA compliant, ADA compliant, where it's going to be possible for us. But I think a pressing need right now is to protect our equipment. Okay, that's a great point. I would like to see that addressed. Okay. What are so your thoughts? Would, I mean, that's something absolutely if we need to protect our equipment. We've had some um, like quotes or just very, have we had general quotes on that? When they did yeah, that? We we do. We, we don't. Problems. The only thing we had done is the. Um, we know that Milford. I think it's the city of Milford or Miami Township. One of the two built the same size garage, and I think they paid like about five hundred thousand because Morton is on the state bid list. So that's what we're kind of thinking in ballpark range. So do we have any idea if we didn't get any grant money for any of it or anything like that? No. Uh, there's no grant money. I just reach in there. You could use tip money. Okay. How much do we have in tip money available? Sorry, right now we have about two, a little over two million dollars. So one one thought, one question I had too, and I don't know how this works, <clears throat> is, you know, I know our investments make money. I know that the interest for, from our investments are, as far as I know right now, distributed to various funds. Is it possible to set aside either uh, the interest we earn on investments or other uh, monies in a fund that will accumulate over several years aiming towards being prepared when we have to make a change, because uh, there will come a day when we have to make a change. None of us want to spend big bucks, but you know, there's just going to come a day when we have to make a change, just like we have to do with this building for um, the equipment in the service department. That's too much. You know, that's too much of an investment to not protect as much as we can. We just have to do it. Mm -hmm. So. You know, I don't, I don't know what the possibilities are for uh, setting up a fund that we can add to every year or whatever towards offsetting whatever costs we're going to incur in the future, whether it be a new service building, whether it be a new administration building. You all know how inadequate what we have is um, um, and how non-compliant it is, but it's grandfathered. So, you know. To that point, Joe, in the past, we used to buy we put so much aside every year uh, for fire equipment and so on until we started tapping into the TIF funding to yeah. help us do that. So I think that's a good idea 
to start putting some money away if we can find it that we haven't encumbered it and go put it in a, into a I don't call it a slush fund or a, a forward-looking fund or whatever you want to call it, but I think it's a good idea. How much of the TIF funding are we projecting to use on the Union Cemetery sidewalk for all phases? Well, that's a lot of money. Uh, I don't know about all phases. This one phase particular that we have is 464, yeah. 464,000. So we will we will spend that. We'll probably collect around eight hundred thousand just this year, and we'll make a bond payment that's three hundred thousand. We'll spend almost five hundred thousand, so we'll break even for the year. But then we'll still have two million dollars in our account, and then in twenty twenty two, we'll collect the whole year with no bond payment. So it'll be just straight eight hundred thousand that we're going to get. And have I know that um, our tip is coming to an end. But I know because of the census that we could eventually get to 15,000. And because of COVID, it, the whole process has slowed down. So I was wondering if we could talk to um, our state rep, like Tom Brinkman or whoever, and see if they could extend it, because I know that it's due um, to be terminated, right? So maybe we can work with our state reps to have it extended because of COVID the the um, window that we can renew it right okay nothing wrong with trying right well it's the the extension was we we're waiting on the census right and the census right. is delayed because of covid so that's that's frustrating right so maybe we could get to extend yeah. it but so it's hard to believe that 10 years ago we were within 100 and 130 people are being at 15,000, so. I think we probably made it now. Yeah, with the new neighborhoods, I would think that we did, but we just don't know that until somebody goes out and does the count, unfortunately. So Kim, back to the sidewalk, you said phase one is 465? Yep. Yep. And then we just have a phase one and a phase two. To make the yeah, we're, right. I would like to have choice one start phase two, like do the engineering for it. So I don't know if it's better on the north side of Union Cemetery Cemetery or if it's better on the south side of Union Cemetery. Um, I don't know until they get in to start engineering it and looking at it, which is going to be cheaper. Um, and then then we're going to have to figure out where it's going to go from there. Are we just going to continue it up Union Cemetery to Field Zirtle and then you know try to get it over to Montgomery Road? I don't know. We'll just have to figure out from there where we go with it. So we don't have a rough order magnitude estimate for Phase Two yet because of nope. the questions. Okay. No, I don't think I know it won't be nearly as much as what we paid now. I mean, I'm I thought they were estimating it was only going to cost about two hundred thousand oh, to do Phase Two. But you never know. It depends. I mean, if you go on the north side of the road, you know, you got the lodge to deal with and um, that retaining wall that's right there. So I, I don't know. It's probably better off on our side because we own the whole south side. And the only one area we might have a glitch is right there where the cemetery fence is because the cemetery fence is kind of close right there. So we may have to push the fence back a little bit. Well, you get the tractor trailers turning that corner and drive up over the sidewalk anyway, or the 
Yeah. I was going the opposite direction. I was going from the S curve up to Royal. That's what I was talking about. That's pretty yeah, much Yeah, that's the part one. that's 465. That's for, that's phase one. Yeah. Okay. And back to Royal. Yeah, it so is going it's going from Antietam all the way down to Mead. Um, yeah. we didn't do anything on the south side over there. But you can still get, you know, if you go to the crosswalk and then come back, you can still right. get to Royal. It's, uh, we have sidewalks on the north side of Union Cemetery from uh, Lebanon Road. So really this way, and then it crosses at uh, at the um, it crosses at the Mead property, right? And then we have sidewalks on the other side uh, for a ways up to the Royal property. So it'd be from right. Royal Royal to Antietam is the phase we're talking about. So phase two okay. has to be from Antietam coming towards Montgomery Road, and there's right. already sidewalks along part of that. Okay. Okay. All right. So while we're talking about sidewalks in that area, can we talk about the Mead House itself? Uh, that's on our list for make repairs upgrades for event center of 50k. What what else we want to talk about the uh, the get it to to where we can have people in it at all? The basement yeah, assembly. Yeah. Right. Take it from residential rating to assembly ratings. That's part okay, of the renovation. That, re I don't know that you can do a new basement and everything else for 50k. Can you? I don't know. Um, We've had two different people look at it, and one person seemed to think it was only going to cost about fifty thousand, and the other person thought it was going to cost one hundred fifty thousand. So we really won't know until we hire a company to come in there and actually do the set of plans for us. And I, I have started writing the request for for qualification. I did. Yeah. You did? That. Yes. Okay. I'm about cool. halfway finished. Okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want a surprise from one bid at fifty thousand to a cost of one hundred fifty without knowing better. And can, okay, I keep asking this and this might be stupid. Can we get grant money because it's historical? We could get CDBG money, but there again, we would have to join the county CDBG program. What program is that again, Ted? Or uh, Kim? The CDBG, the Community Development Block Grant. Oh, block grant. You got to okay. sign a. You got to sign an agreement with the county. But we wouldn't be able to do it until I think it's like November of this year, where we could actually join because they do it in so many year groups or whatever. I, I, I thought block grants. We only had two areas in town that in Sims Township that qualified. Camp Dennison. But you was can also use. But you can use block grant money for ADA purposes. So if you upgrade your facilities to come and come, you know, to upgrade to ADA or you're renovating historical buildings, you can use block grant money. Okay. And how much are yeah. we talking? How much money for the block grant? I don't think it's that much. I'm thinking I don't know. I'm I'm thinking something like thirty-five thousand or something. Um our 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 history was that we had block grants and then we stopped taking them because we only had a couple areas in town that were uh, available to use them, use the funding and so on. And it was more hassle than it was worth. And we were one of the few communities that didn't participate. 
but if there's other other ways you can use the money, I think we ought to re reevaluate whether we join block grant or not. It's like like a discussion of this tree city thing coming up tonight. You know, you got to have all the information in front of you before you can make a decision. Mm -hmm. Well, the original feasibility study um, projected that the meat house was the, the re necessary repairs were in the magnitude 400,000 to a little over 500,000. But that's all, that's everything. So that doesn't break it into stages. All right. And that would be a goal for us. So maybe do we have another person come out and give us a, a, an idea or do we just, what do we stick with? That's why I was going to draft this, this request for qualification. We can send it out, publicly advertise, invite anybody that's out there that is interested in, in participating in this uh, um, competition, if you will, uh, to renovate a historic house and change the the rating from the existing residential to assembly and take care of a host of, of old house issues along the way. And then once we get that entity on board, we'll have to shortlist down and, and we'll need a committee to do that review. Then we uh, eventually select um, an architecture engineering firm that has the capacity and capability uh, and expertise and then we work with them, um, tell them what our priorities are, and they'll help us through the process of creating a phase-by-phase -phase affordable solution. You know, we can do this much in this year, and then we can bite off this much the year after that and try and get the whole thing in five years or whatever the case is. Okay. Uh, right now, we have $50,000 earmarked for the Mead House. Is that right, Kim? Yes, for now. Okay. Is there any other money that we can earmark for it? Yeah, we can always use general fund money for it. Ouch. Yeah. I mean, this fifty thousand could go towards the actual design process. Right. Until we and figure out how much it's going to cost us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And possibly starting some construction yet this year. Yeah. But then, to Joe's point, you might want to put put some money aside to bring it up to really what we want the ultimate. To be so you might want to start looking at funding downstream from that the fifty thousand. Mm -hmm. is the ultimate aim here to be able to use this building as a venue site that would generate money weddings receptions blah 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 mm -hmm. yeah. yes that's what we talked about yeah as long as it doesn't affect the neighborhoods that's my only concern i just want to make sure it doesn't affect any of the neighborhood's quality of life. So we would have to put definite restrictions on it or something like that so it wouldn't affect anyone else. I think that's a great idea. Wasn't there a discussion some time ago about expanding the parking at the Mead House? Yeah, we would have to do that to accommodate the events. Yeah, well, is, is that in any kind of budget or whatever going forward? Nothing in there for 2021? No, not this year. It was just Either that or have an agreement with one of the adjacent churches who have, you know, ginormous parking lots that, you know, maybe we could leverage that and just have them shuttle people back and forth like a valet service. And we also have the royal property that you can shuttle. 
just cross the street and drive down the path and there you are. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's probably the parking there is probably equivalent to what we have at Mead now, right? Yeah, it's a little bigger. Is it? Okay. All right, that's a thought. Okay, so what so Kim, what's our action plan? Are we gonna start take that fifty thousand and work with Phil to get everything that's under that's what I'd like to do is hire hire somebody to come in and tell us exactly. Now I, I think I got two quotes from architectural firms, but it's really better what we're doing with Phil, doing the RFQ. That's really the way yeah. we should be doing it. Okay. Right. Okay. Then why we're also talking about mead property. First of all, Phil, I love what you've done with the pollinator garden with the little names for the plants. I didn't do any. I just no. did what, what my daughter told me to do. Yeah, spectacular. <laughs> I love it. Everyone's commenting on it. Okay. That being said, thank was, you. Yeah, she's doing a great job. I'm so excited to see it when it comes yeah, out. Yeah, those little signs are cool. Very I cool. Like, I like them too. They're better so, than flags. <laughs> yeah. Very cute. So then I would also like to work on getting rid of the evasive species at Mead. Maybe do a little bit at a time, like I, right now would be a perfect time, like to do some of the section right by the pollinator garden because it's going to change because your plants are going to be coming up. So get rid of some of that because it's heavily, heavily there. And so yeah. then to start incorporating some native plants back there so we can get more of a, a native feel to it and get rid of the invasive species. Is that possible to do? I, I don't know why you wouldn't have something in your park budget to, for like we do at sidewalk repairs and so on, some 10K or something a year to, to have a plan that goes for years to, to do that kind of work. I mean, look at all the invasive species, honeysuckle and so on that was removed at uh, Hopewell. I was just about okay. to bring that up. Is so that me, would, I mean, this would, would be, look like Hopewell. Yeah, we, we could continue with a, a program like that that's long term. It's like like treating ash trees and so on. No. Yeah, I think you're going to see this spring at Hopewell some native flowers. There's these little flowers that will start popping up everywhere because they you've taken away the invasive species. So I think over the next year or two, you're going to see a really nice change up there. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt my feelings to plant a few native things in there to help. That's expedite it yeah that would be great too maybe we can talk to great parks and see what we should buy for right. that right we should put a little sign at mead on the the storybook trail maybe somewhere just giving people notification before we start cleaning out that woods because it's going to change drastically and right. we're going to so, freak some people out yeah. so maybe we should put that in our february we can draw up a little article and explaining why we're going to do it and just stick it there. So maybe in March or April, if we start um, taking it away, they'll have a couple months notice. Right. Yeah. And also cite the uh, uh, warnings that uh, things like honeysuckle and so on, the invasive plants damage the natural ones. And over time, uh, the trees will go belly up. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why we're doing it on a preventative basis. And we didn't do that. We did Hopewell to kind of shock the people up there. And I think it's in our best interest not to shock the people at Hopewell. 
We not learned. That, I mean, not at Hopewell, but at uh, Mead. Right. Is that all with Mead, or does anybody else have any ideas? Or I know we'll still do the sunflower garden because that was huge. The popularity mm -hmm. it was great. So, anything else about Mead? So, were you looking at? Were you thinking about some birdhouses in the area there, Jody, or what were you thinking about with the, the colorful ideas? Yeah, I was at the uh, Birdhouse Unlimited or Wild Bird Unlimited, and they had some really cute ideas to incorporate in the in your um, pollinator garden. And I would like to do. We have some birdhouses that um, probation made community service, and I'd like to put some throughout the um, trail and do some fun stuff there too. I mean, there's a there's a lot of things that we can do in that park, and you know, over time. We can really increase it, but um, I think we should start with moving some of the invasive species and working on natural plants there. Maybe this year and then next year we can talk about more birdhouses and 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 just make it a cute little nature area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But you know, um, your pollinator garden. There's some. You know, your daughter should look. There's some really cute things that could go like in the middle of it to decorate it more, make it higher and lower, like the poles I sent you are just an idea, but mm. when they're not terribly expensive. So that's something that we could do. I wonder if we could come up with an idea. I'm sorry, Ken, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, you just made me think, Jody, just listening to you talk about the birdhouses. If there's a way to, um, I'm just, this just one idea, but if um, uh, probation, if they, if they make standard birdhouses, is that what it sounds like? They make a whole bunch of the same kind of birdhouse. If we could get those and then have, turn it into a, uh, like a fun competition, like paint, paint the birdhouse competition. And then would... the residents could deliver them to the administration and then we'd put them up along the walking trail or something like that. That would be yeah. super. We have someone at the walking trail, and I'm sure you've all seen them, that they paint rocks and they put them everywhere and little kids come by and they collect the rocks. And then like uh, three or four days later, there's new rocks there and they're painted with all sorts of fun things on them. And it's really nice whoever does it. I wish I could find out so we could bring them in and thank them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's like our version of, you know, the flying pig sculpture or a flower pot sculpture, you know, different communities do things like that. Yeah. Okay, so anything else with mead? Okay, anything else with, does anybody want to talk about any other park? I know we need to talk about Seven Gables. But anything else that comes? I to have one idea. Um, I didn't know if you guys had any plans for that piece of property that we own on Montgomery Road at Blong. Um, right now, it's just a pretty just wooded area. And the only reason I bring this up is because today we got a bunch of our tax bills, and we are being taxed almost three thousand dollars for that piece of property, and we don't use it, and it's got a commercial tax rate on it. So I thought, what, what if 
Would you spell out exactly where that is, Kim? The one right next to your house. So it's where we just oh, put the, the hole fence in the, up. The hole in the ground. The hole in the ground. It's three thousand okay. dollars in taxes that we are paying for that piece of property. Wow. So what I was thinking is, why don't we just cut some nature trails through it? Like if we hire, you know, like we did at Hopewell, just bring in that machine and just cut a path through there. And I mean, it's got a creek that it can cross and we can do it any way you want it. I don't know how big it is because on the website, on the county's website, it doesn't tell me how big the piece of property is. But I thought if we maybe put some trails through it, and maybe if we put birdhouses there or the you know pollinator stuff there, the beehives, owl and, boxes, whatever it is, yeah, and call then it, we can and call it another park. Like like, like we have like we have the one behind Harper Station. Yeah, like Heartland. Yeah, so, it was a, a key yeah. green space. Mm -hmm. So anyway, yeah. if we could use it in a manner that where we could actually file a DTE form and get the tax exempt status on it, then we're not paying that $3,000 tax that we're just paying like the stormwater assessment and that would be it. Yeah. So that would save us a bunch of money. The great um, and then, great and idea. then people could use it, you know, and then since the bank moved out, I don't know if you guys noticed it or not, but Union Savings moved their corporate headquarters away from the bank and they're now over in Governor's Hill. So that parking lot is free now. There's nobody parking in it. Does so that be a that, perfect place? Does really? that up to our, our park? It does, does it attach to our park in any way? It well, the old Montgomery Road right away is still there. And then Duke Energy owns that piece in between. Right. But we still own, I think that right away is still all ours. Um, anyway, I thought we could run a sidewalk down to it, and then that way people could walk on the sidewalk, and then you could stop the sidewalk maybe near Sims Gate or something like that, and then you could start the nature trail. Could we go behind? I know Duke Energy owns that. Is there any property to go behind and make stay on that, like a wooded trail or not? No. 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 From them? No. no. And that hole in the ground is pretty steep. Well, you could build some steps. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, it'd be almost terraced if you're going to put trails and stuff in there. And then and maybe cool we could do that over time. Maybe we could well, make it so that it's walkable. You know, that that was all that ground was elevated for the Montgomery Road widening project. That used to be a much steeper dip and a lot of it was filled in, which filling it in makes the hole in the ground steeper. Right. Uh, it have to be looked at, but there's nothing wrong with the idea and the concept, especially if, if you can get save three thousand dollars or so a year by by making it a park. I'm always looking for that. Yeah, and What's that's like I said, the from, other. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What's stopping us from calling it a park today? And then we just make steady improvements over the course of time, but just to get it off the commercial side of it, just say we no. Could, but I just I just don't want to. I mean, I think we should do something to it before we call it a park, you know, yeah. like something. I don't know what that is, but just something. Wait, the and then, you know, figure out a name and stick a sign that says park. Yeah. Well, that's a start. The the it that bothers yeah. me that it's called commercial because I don't I can't see anything in the world will be built built in there. Right. Me either. And that's why when I got our tax bill today, I'm like, why are we being taxed three thousand dollars on a piece of property? It used to be right away that can't be used for anything. I thought that was kind of crazy, but 
So how do we, we didn't notice? How do we get that changed? We have to file a DTE form and you have to file tax exempt status on it, but it has to be used for a government purpose. So that's why I was saying if we do something on it and use it for a government purpose, then we can file the form. And we'll send the fire department down there to test their hoses. <laughs> yeah, we'll stick a birdhouse on it. Well, that's what I mean. If we just cut like a, you know, a trail through it and just start with that and then and then go from there. Okay. Just a thought. Okay, okay. put that on your list. Let's see what we can do with it. Okay. Okay. Anything else about Seven Gables besides the playset? We're going to work on a grant for the playset, right? Yeah, what yeah. we were going to do, Bill and I had talked about it, but we were going to try to include the trail with it so that okay. we could repave the trail and yeah. the playground for that particular part. I agree with that. I'd like to see something, some improvement in that uh, walking path. Doesn't have to be completely redone, but at least ought to be looked at and see if it could be patched here and there. I'd like to see, that's great. I'd like to see if we can do uh, something else that's fun there. I don't know, Phil, you deal a lot with this. Do you have any fun ideas for there? I mean, we'll have to start looking around and for see. Seven Gables? New and fun. You know? You're the fun person. I I'm know. not very fun. I haven't spent any time. I have to spend some time looking, like something new. I have really good ideas for the playset though, because I have been playset shopping. So why don't, why don't we put it? Why don't we put another dog run down in the hole there? Well, I was thinking that would be a natural dog run, like you could let him off leash in the trail. If we cleaned it up really well, I think that would be kind of fun. But I don't know, Ken, because it's behind your house. Do your neighbors? Would your neighbors want something like what, that? What are, you, what are we talking about? Seven Gables, or are we back on the hole in the ground? You're right, it doesn't connect. Yeah, I don't know. As long as it doesn't affect anybody, that would be fun. Put a natural dog run there. Well, once again, it's pretty steep and it'd have to be cleaned out. I'm not sure, I'm not sure how some of the people would react to it being cleaned out. Because that, it, that would open up the view straight to Harper Station, Harper's Point, and so on, much more than what it is now. No, I'm well, talking, I don't want to open the view. I just want to cut a path kind of through it, you know? Yeah, yeah I'm not talking about cleaning it out to that point. I'm just talking about cleaning nobody would get hurt. Well, the... Down or anything. I'm just talking about just cleaning it up so there's not, like, a dog could get impaled like the one dog did at me. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I will say that that area there with the source of water running through it for... To Williger's Run um, is is a great deer slash coyote uh, zone. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. The coyotes are pretty much along the uh, power wire, the water paths running under the power wires from uh, Joe's area there, Paul Meadows across the interstate, down through back behind Calumet, and then on down by. Um, um, Simsgate condos, and then it goes down the hill under the bridge that we just redid, and then on across. And the, the fencing was great that we put up there, but it's it's really changed the the path patterns for the deer that migrate. They use uh, the the tunnel under Montgomery Road along the water to get across Montgomery Road. 
Pretty smart. But there are several coyotes in that area also. Okay. All right, so are we done with parks? Okay, so sidewalk, we're doing Union Cemetery and do we have any money in the budget in case somebody asks? Probably not. We got to spend a couple years collecting money. Yeah, I did not budget anything for any other sidewalks except for Union Cemetery. But if you guys have a project in mind, you know, for next year, we probably should talk about it now so that we can make sure that that makes it in the budget because we're going to be doing that here in a couple months. Yeah, the issue is that we spent all the money that we had in in the sidewalks and we even dug into TIF money and other things to fund priority projects. So anything going forward from here right now, it seems to be a priority project and we don't really have much money earmarked for it that isn't going to come from TIF. I'm sure that probably right. be the 35,000 for phase two unit cemetery for the engineering. Is that coming from? Yeah, it's coming from TIF. Right. So we really have no money in the sidewalk fund. That's right. Do you guys, what are you guys, but what are you guys thinking about? Like, where would you like to look at for future? Well, don't we have a sidewalk plan? We do, but we really didn't prioritize it. We just kind of said, you know, on the main roads, but we really didn't say, yep, we're going to build this one first mm -hmm. and this one second and this one third. So I didn't know if there was a particular place that you guys had in mind where you wanted to cut. The, the one that comes to my head is the other side of Hopewell. Right. But we still need to work out the bridge and I don't think we got anywhere with that. No, it's like a continuation of, of the three areas that we've been working on, the Union Cemetery and continuing that. Um, like you said, Hopewell and continuing that, depending on the bridge. And then we always have sections of Enyart we could work on. Oh, yeah, from the school and going, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. that's, that's good. Because well, Enyart, Enyart's not a very safe road to be yeah. walking on. Well, we just extended that one piece there to, to Williger's, uh, to Williger's Ridge or whatever the name of that road is from Don Little. So that's where it stops now. It would be from that bend back towards uh, the elementary school. Mm -hmm. and then you get the question of which side of the road. One side, I think, appears to be better than the other one to put one in. But I think all that had to be looked at. All right. I do want to say, Bill, you've done a great job with trying to get the sidewalks at Hopewell Park. I keep seeing all those emails, so you're not giving up. So thank you. You're doing a good job. And with and and with the sidewalk or crossings. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you, I'm glad you work downtown sometimes. How hard you're trying because you are trying really hard. Oh my gosh. I just can't believe they're giving us such a hard time. I know. So thanks for taking that up. If, if we were a municipality, would we, we be getting all that flack? No. Well, then we could make our own no, rules. We could do our own, anything we wanted. Maybe that's something that we want to talk with our legislators about. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. 
that we're getting a lot of pushback on from the county on on things that municipalities can just go out and do. Like beautification in the medians. Yeah, like well that why we're talking about that. I would yeah. like to do one. Can we do one this year? Do we have it in budget or is it possible that we can start doing one? Kim? Which yeah, which median were you thinking? Well, I was thinking obviously we're going down Montgomery Road. So whichever one is hooked up to Montgomery, you know, we're copying Montgomery's and then Deerfield was coming this way. So I was Would you, you know, you know there's, right. there's an interesting interesting question there because we partnered with Montgomery on that one median that was put in at uh, vintage place or whatever. You know, they wanted the um, the area that was annexed into Montgomery by the uh, child care center, uh, all about kids and what have you. Mm -hmm. And then there's a, a traffic light that was put in there after they built the uh, Christ Hospital outpatient yeah. surgery clinic or whatever. Um, we, we partnered with Montgomery to put trees in the median that we in Sims Township couldn't do because it was higher than two feet or whatever the hell the rules are for ODOT. Yep. And I the reason is, is because ODOT thinks that that stretch is in, in Montgomery and it's not in Sims Township. So that's well, why they let it happen. I think it's part of each because Montgomery annexed the vintage club, whatever vintage walk, whatever that area is from us. Right. Then, but the, the, the island actually is in Sims Township. Right, right, that's what I'm getting at. I think yeah. they thought it was in Montgomery and they already let it go, like they already approved it and let Montgomery, because Montgomery applied for it and they just let it go. But everything else from here on out, I mean, it's clearly in Sims Township. So we're gonna have to do something low lying. Or, or didn't you say you were gonna talk to Brinkman, Ken, about or, trying yeah. to get yeah. Yeah, he, he thought he could take that on, but with politics being what it has been in the last year, it's gone nowhere. But it's, it's appropriate to bring it up again. He thought that uh, when I talked with him, that I said if Sims Township was willing to self-insure for liability in the median, uh, why, why couldn't we do what municipalities do? And he says, it's a good point. He said, uh, basically, You've given me a problem and you've given me a solution. That's that's great. But I think the legislative priorities have been such that it hasn't gone anywhere. We can touch base again. Okay, and I think my original question to you guys was, what do you guys want that area to look like? Do you want it to look like what Deerfield has? Do you want it to kind of look like what Montgomery has? Or do you want to just do totally something totally different just for us? I, so, I want it to be a combination. So the flow, it looks, you know, like you're coming out of Montgomery. So I want you to have some Montgomery plants so it looks like Montgomery and then into Deerfield, but it's our own. Do you know what? Yeah. So the flow looks natural. I don't, I don't want to do what we what they've done in Deerfield up Montgomery Road in Warren County. Um, it's too much. And there's too much maintenance required. It's a yeah. beautiful job, beautiful job, and expensive. 
But uh, well, part of their problem is is they had one company install it and the other company maintain it, and a lot of it died in the meantime. Was the what called died? Died. A lot of the plants died because they didn't oh. Evans didn't install them correctly, so they were they died. Oh. Yeah. But they've got they've got like three and four layers with drains and and so on, but but it's like Montgomery. Montgomery has its own and Blue Ash have their own horticultural department or something that goes out and maintains this on a full-time basis. Right. All their plant products and so on and so forth. So you got to really be looking at something that uh, you can maintain once you put it in. So this, this is a, a bigger issue. I think the idea of starting with one small area and see where it is, that's, that's great. You walk or you crawl before you walk, but to take on a whole big project, without having the department infrastructure to support it, I think would be uh, foolhardy at this point. Okay. Well, my whole thing is, if you're gonna do something unique for Sims Township, we probably need to have somebody design it, you know, that's unique to us, if it's gonna incorporate both. Um, but you, you're probably better off having a plan in place before you, you know, go and install it or do it in phases or however you do it. Yeah, there's an interesting history there with Vintage Club because they wanted that island in and they actually they actually landscaped it. And we wanted to use that plan to carry out through a Sims Township if we could. Well, they never maintained it. And when they did, what little they did, they passed on to the uh, HOA for the whole neighborhood back there and they balked at paying for it. So it went belly up and everything died. Now, now along comes Montgomery and Sims to put some trees in, and even not all of those are living. So, I think AstroTurf sounds pretty good. The what? AstroTurf. Oh, doesn't look that good. It'd be unique to Sims. <laughs> I don't want to go there. <clears throat> I got on the wrong page. Okay. Okay. I know I have some other things I want to talk about, but I'm probably forgetting them. Do we? Okay, so we have our regular road resurfacing program. Have we? Have you started talking about that, Kim? No, we need to get with. I need to find out if the county is going to contribute towards the paving of Kemper. I did put a phone call into him and have not received one. I will follow up tomorrow with the engineer's office. Okay, because okay. our long-term goal, too, is Sycamore Township would like to get their part of Kemper paved. So it would really be great if we could all work together to try to get that section of Kemper Road paved. What section are you talking about, Kim? Our section would be from Montgomery to Snyder. And then Sycamore would like theirs paved from Snyder on up to, what is that, the Blue Ash Corp line or whatever? Yeah. Now, of course, you know, Sycamore well, could... Yeah, but you're not that even, portion, but we would only be concerned about, or engineer's office would only be concerned about our portion or whatever. Well, you know, you, there's another section of Kemper that goes all the way down to Loveland. Right, um, but and, that's, and, I know, and there's sections down there that need to be paved too, but the, um, the I mean, one that's falling apart the most is I would the one say desperately. Yeah. Uh, because we go from Sims to Montgomery, back to Sims, 
-hmm. before we get to the hill. And I mean, Montgomery is one thing in its maintenance program with the county, and it looks better than ours. Yep. Okay, so we have that. Do we have anything in Camp Denison that we are paving this year? Is Camp Denison good? No, um, we paved all of Camp Denison in 2017, I believe. Yeah, I was going to say a couple of years Only ago. two, I was going to say the only two roads we didn't pave, was it Lincoln? Oh, you know what? We still need to go back and visit that water line. I just remembered that. Okay. Um, you know the water line that, that Indian Hill was working on? Um, from 126, I think, to the to the dead end down there. It was they were going to put a new water line and put a loop in, so that we had a loop right there. And then what we were going to do was submit an OPWC grant to try to pave all of Lincoln and put the water line in. Let me talk to Bill about that. Okay. Is there any projects that Bill wants to see done or you want to see done, Ken, that we haven't talked about? Um, the only, not that we haven't talked about. I mean, I echo jo, jo, uh, Joe's thing about the storage barn. I think we need to definitely plan for that. Okay. Um, I think road-wise, it was- Is that what we're talking about? Are we talking about a pole barn or are we talking about a kind of metal building like at Sims Park, a maintenance building? It would be it would be a metal building. It's a pole barn, but it's going to have a concrete floor in it. So it'll be a garage um, and then it'll have the proper wash bay in it so that we can actually wash our vehicles in it. And so that we're not, because right now we're not in compliance with the EPA rules because we wash our vehicles outside. You're not supposed to do that. So if we had this building, we could actually put a wash bay inside it and actually capture, you know, the salt before it enters the storm sewer system. And then we would have enough area inside the building. We were just kind of thinking, you know, 160 by 100 building. And then we just put two garage doors on either end and that way you can pull them in, pull them out and you can park them any way you want them inside. And we're not having to worry about four or five garage doors to install. Why um, can't we do that this year? Why do we have to plan for it in the future? If that's something that needs to be done and we have it in tip, why can't we just move forward on that? I just could, but I'd rather plan it. <laughs> well, we so, don't know how much it's going to cost yet. Yeah, I'd like to, it? I'd like to get an estimate and at least, you know, know what the estimate is. And then we put it in the 2022 budget and then we move forward with that. Yeah. Okay. But where are you going to put it? Yeah, it, it would probably the only place we have to put it would be back there on the helipad. Is that big enough? Uh, yeah, I think Bill said it was big enough. Now we'd have some prep work we'd have to do. Maybe we could do the prep work this year, Jody. You okay. know, we'd actually have to put in a water line and a. Um, we could run a sewer line or run something in hopes that you know MSD whenever they um, do the sewer extension on Union Cemetery, that we could run a sewer line in hopes that you know that we're going to connect up to it because they're supposed to run that sewer line out there to our piece of property across the street. So we could do things like that, like prep the site and get that all ready and then, you know, get an estimate on the building and then, you know, work on that next year. Well, okay. you're, you're you're committed to putting it there without having a design 
Yeah, and we would have probably have a design. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So we maybe let's hire an engineer to see if we can do it. Plus, when designing that building, is it going to be possible to do it in such a way that if we need to make changes, which we know we're going to have to make in the future, as far as the administration building goes, uh, that it could be easily added onto that building or combined with it in some way to make it efficient? When you say adding on, like what would you add on to it? I'm saying that long term, I don't think the building, the administration building we're in, it's going to be there in 50 years. Okay. It's not appropriate for in 50 no, years. No, it is not. That's what you're saying. So, the pressing need right now is for the service, that pole barn, whatever you're talking about, for to take care of the vehicles we have. But that's not our only pressing need, but that is the immediate pressing need. What I'm asking is, can that be designed with the idea in mind that in the future, we will be either adding to that building or building something adjacent to it that works. I mean, you know, the ideal would be if we were rolling in money, we'd do the whole damn thing all at once and tie them together, the administration building, the service building, you know, and be done with it. But you know, that's not gonna happen. So- right, But I just I would, wouldn't put it, I just wouldn't put it back where we have to put it. That's the only, that's the only thing. I mean, why would you push your building all the way to the back? I just wouldn't do that if that's what we're going to do. I would push it all the way to the front where our building is now. You know, like you put the barn behind it and then build the administration building in front of it. But I just would not put it back there on the helipad. I mean, but then you're going to take up the whole parking lot. When when we did this study, Joe, that you said you just reviewed uh, for our needs and so on in this, this um, service building for truck protection and so on was included in that list. What were the recommendations? Wouldn't wouldn't that be site dependent? Yeah, well, they gave they gave basically three different plans. One was to the, do the whole schmear, an administration building uh, connected to this service building, replacing the existing buildings that are on the property now. A second plan was to. Well, wait a minute. What do you remember? What kind of total costs we're talking? Oh, uh, wait a minute. Was that in twenty eighteen dollars? Um, yes, twenty seventeen. Yeah, okay. twenty eighteen, something like that. Yeah, where was? It was like three million to do all everything. Right. But I can't remember what the hybrid was to add. And the hybrid was to add on to the building next to us. To do everything so. was three million five hundred thousand. The hybrid would be two million nine hundred ninety thousand. That's three million. Yeah, that was. Um, I think that hybrid was taking what's now um, Bill's building over there and renovating it and and adjoining it with the new pole barn or whatever. <clears throat> so you're talking um, to do everything new would be like half a million dollars more than renovating that one story building and adding the pole barn to it. 
but then they had uh, I've got it open. So they had option one and option two that you just mentioned, 3.5 and three. Right. And then below that, they have um, a section where they say new facilities department garage. They have a 10 bay option. Right. Includes a wash bay for 830. Yeah. And then an eight bay option, which includes the wash bay for 700. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that between option one and option two, pretty clear what you do. You get 10 if you could for 100,000 more. But then we'd have to pit uh, different engineered buildings against each other, right? You got a Butler building version or you got, you know, some, you know, if, if we're not going with a custom building, which I wouldn't think we'd need to, if we go with a pre-engineered building, we ought to be able to find out what what companies are available in this area and then price that out. Right. And Morton is, and that's what I was saying, Morton's on the state bid list. Okay. So we can call them and have them give, them a quote, give us a quote. And then a few others for comparison. Sure. But all of those, all of those were considering the same site, the existing site. Yeah. Whether it's a complete teardown or, or just adding on. Right. Okay. Are there any other sites that might be amenable to just service building or something else? Have we looked at that. We did not look at any other sites. We don't really have any room on any of uh, any of our other sites. Okay. I remember when we built that new park building, whatever it was supposed to be, the end all catch all for us, and it only lasted a couple of years. <laughs> We're putting stuff somewhere else. So, yeah. A little disappointed in the total picture there. All right. We're done with this list. Anybody else? Okay. Kim, you said uh, in in the spreadsheet that Phil held up that he started looking at to this uh, staff report that list items, you had mentioned that there were two additions. The $20,000 paint the interior Remington. Yeah, and we can always budget extra money for that. And then um, the preemption devices, which aren't yeah, that much money either. That's all um, of them, Madeira. Yeah, we we saw Ott's letter, I guess, in there, that that's a half the cost of doing it, that Loveland would do the other half. Do we want to talk about that now? Sure. Um, I, I kind of wish Ott was here for this discussion from the standpoint that we had nine lights on Montgomery Road, but only did seven of them. There were two that never got done, and those are the two that we asked Montgomery to go in with us on. And uh, now it looks like instead of completing two lights, if we had to at whole cost to Sims to finish Montgomery Road, and and I would like to ask Ott if it would be worth it to do those, or how is he faring with the seven out of nine on preemption devices? Before we opened a discussion on what is it, three more lights or whatever at uh, on Loveland Madeira Road. So 
I can ask him that separately, I guess. But um, okay. How do you guys feel about this Loveland Adir combo combination with Loveland? Those are my actually, question is those are actually in Sims Township. Those lights and we control it, right? We don't. The county does. No, we don't own any lights. Oh, okay. So they would be the county engineers. And I will tell you that when we added all those preemption lights on ODOT's fixtures, we had to take out insurance for every single one of those lights because now ODOT holds us responsible for any accidents that happens in any of those intersections. So just so you know that going in. Would have been nice to know before we did it. Yeah, we didn't know that until we had to take out a permit through ODOT. And so how much is that costing us in insurance? That I don't know. We just told our insurance company and they didn't really increase our insurance. They just added it to our list. But, okay. we, but still it opens us up for liability for accidents in the intersection. Hmm. And I didn't realize that because they said since we touched their lights, it made us liable. And then my second question is, do we come down Loveland Madeira on a fire run? Does Loveland Sims come down a down Loveland Madeira when they're going to wherever they're going to? I just assume they cut up to Montgomery and came straight down Montgomery Road, but I don't know. I'm not a well, you have to serve that area, especially with ambulances and other things. So and my question right. is uh, how much of a benefit is it the Sims? versus Loveland, and is it a fair and equitable split? I love I love uh, collaboration and things and cutting costs, but uh, you gotta ask yourself, what are you getting for what are you paying? Yeah. I mean, 15,000 isn't that much uh, when you talk about public safety and so on. We just spent five times that, you know, to do uh, Montgomery Road to this point, even though part of it was uh, private donation. This would only cover about half of the Loveland Madeira stoplights, right? That are in Sims Township. Well, I, I think, think it was only three of them, right? Yes. I, I think yeah. what Loveland has been installing these preemption devices in their area, let's call it Main Street, whatever, West Loveland Avenue, down in town, and so on. And now they're trying to expand it outward uh, and in a piecemeal basis. So I guess one of the questions we had asked, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with $15,000 on a shared basis with Loveland for three traffic lights. Um, but where are we going from here? Is there another, another installment or two coming? I'd like to know that. Well, cause this covers yeah, Lebanon, Kemper, and then the one in between. They said there was Cottonwood, is that right? Yeah, that's probably the one in between. Cottonwood, Kemper, yeah. and something else Lebanon Lebanon okay so then going south from there you've got twice that many stoplights to get yeah, to the those are all fire those are all definitely sims yeah to get to connect all the way to Remington fire station correct I get the one third traffic light there at Humphrey bottom Humphrey and uh, Lebanon Yes. Yeah, yeah, the ones closest to the expressway. Yes. Uh, 
to Hopewell and the expressway entrance and exits. Right. Probably three there, right? There's one at Branch, yeah. Yeah, Hopewell, same as Branch Hill Guinea, and then two at the Cloverleaf interchange. Yes. So those would be all sim. Yeah. But then how would you do insurance? You know, how do you, how do you, how do you break that up? <laughs> I don't know if the county would make us take out insurance, but. Okay, so we've got a list of questions maybe for Ott and others, but if you want to add this 15,000 to the budget, I'm okay with it. We can't take action anyway until we get in the public session, I think. This is a planning meeting. It's a plan for the 15. Who actually owns and maintains these? Is it Loveland or Sims? Well, I, I know we don't. We don't maintain them if. No, because Loveland Madeira is a county road. Not the traffic lights, I understand, but the preemption devices themselves, when we buy them and put them up there, I think we're responsible for the maintenance. Right. Yes. That's that what I meant. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That is true. So, so yeah. is it Sims or is it Loveland or we share that also? Well, that's what we need, would need to nail down. Okay. Okay. Are you ready to talk about Tree City? Yeah, I am. I am. Okay. I think Same it's a great thing. kind of work. The $2 per person a year. I mean, I think that's a lot of money for us to be doing, but I think it's a great idea. Yeah, there's four things that we need to do. So we have to we have to have a tree board or department. We have to have a tree care ordinance. We have to have a community forest forestry program with an annual budget of at least $2 per person or $30,000 a year for us. And then we have to do an Arbor Day observance and proclamation. Um, and I know we do take care of the trees and we spend a lot of money doing that, but I don't know. But then the, 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 what this would force us to do is we'd have to inventory every tree we have and, um, and then put some kind of program in place. And none of uh, us have the expertise to do that. I'm, I'm sitting here chuckling because I know that Montgomery touts themselves as a tree city and has been for years. And I remember what we went through with them, the city of Montgomery with the Duke coming in to cut all the trees down under the wires. They did nothing. They did nothing. Yeah. But they, they tout that they're a tree city. Yeah. <laughs> and I notice in this write-up, whoever sent out that write-up about tree city, they mentioned one of the supporters being Duke Energy. I would yeah. like to have them address the issue of uh, how do they, how do they compare that with their desire for rampant destruction of trees in large, large areas. 
Yeah. Well, I think I think we haven't seen the end of this yet. Well, I think uh, I think you're right. I I know that Duke donated money to Montgomery to put more trees and things in, just about the same time, or they put a garden in or something for Montgomery about the time that uh, no, that was Deerfield. Duke Duke put in a garden and so on in Deerfield, so Deerfield wouldn't support us either. Right. And, and they, they played havoc in Deerfield. Yeah, and they gave money to a lot to, of property in Deerfield. Right. Duke. Anyway, um, if we could get our sign to say Tree Township, USA, yeah, I'd that's, be more excited. That, that's the thing that's stuck in my mind also, Phil, is that most of this stuff, other than on the list, everything's a municipality, I think, except for Columbia Township. I didn't see any other townships in there. But in all seriousness, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not personally excited about creating a new line item in our budget for thirty thousand. And and I don't know if you all caught this in one of the emails that were part of the packet, but that's just the beginning. It gets more expensive as the years go by. Yep, I saw but that. The, the flip side of that is, if we're already spending thirty thousand to take care of stuff, then maybe we could get credit for it. I'd be up for that, but I don't really want to do 30000 on top of what we're already doing. And have an arborist or whatever on staff or purchase, purchase those services. Well, it's got to be purchased out of that 30000 I would think. Does it have I to mean, be a certified arborist or could we just have one on retainer? Yeah, you don't have to have a certified arborist, according to Brian. Um, you just have to spend $30,000 on a program. You gotta have a program. But we typically only take care of the trees and the parks and that's it. We don't do any other trees anywhere else. Well, parks and cemeteries. Yeah, right. Okay, but, but I'm like, talking like in the right of way. We don't take care of any trees. We usually end up cutting them down because they fall into the right of way. Right. So what, what about you, like me? I'm sorry, go ahead, Jody. What are you doing? $30,000 every year for trees. Is it trimming? Is it planting? Is that what this all includes? 30,000? Well, some of it. We're I guess. We're injecting trees that, that are ash trees that are ultimately going to come down that uh, supposedly is working in the short term to keep them alive. I know that. Right. And then we pay John Christian, what is it, fourteen dollars or $15,000 to um treat some of the trees in the park and in the cemetery but i don't there again i don't know how many trees he's actually treating fertilization yeah i mean i just don't know it's a, i think it would be a lot of work so but that example right there i mean you just that's half of what you need to expend and we're already doing it and then for example we talked about mead property earlier in our meeting tonight you know all that work with getting rid of the honeysuckle, seems like we would get credit for that too. Right, and you're not, it's not uh, crazy. I mean, but you'd have to sit down and like put a plan together. You'd have to sit down and say, okay, maybe in X year, we're gonna do so much honeysuckle removal. We're gonna plant so many new trees and we're gonna fertilize and take care of these trees. But I think what the goal is, but that's just on our township owned property. I think what Tree City USA is, it's an all incorporate, it's all encompassing. So they want trees included that are in the rights of way, because that's what a lot of these Tree City USAs do, 
is that a lot of these places will go out and plant trees in the right of way and then the cities and townships maintain them. But I don't, I don't, I just think that would be too much for us to do. Well, right now we're not allowed to put them in the medians. <laughs> right, true, true. So if we join this organization, we give up our autonomy, right? You're bound by what their regulations are. Kind of. Yeah. I don't like that. Unless it's got a real heavy plus side to it. Maybe we should do something on our own. Huh. We are. Or, I mean, do we have to participate in there? I mean, I know what we, we're doing on our own, but we could name it like our tree program there. Sims help the trees or do you know what I mean? And 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 have a plan. Because we do, we want to get rid of honeysuckle. We want to plant some trees. I know Hopewell needs trees. Uh, trees are always good. You're going to buy a bunch of them and give them out to the schools and so on for Arbor Day? I want to do sunflower seeds. And I don't want to do schools. I want to do neighborhoods. Sunflower seeds. Because our sunflower program is so, it, everybody loves those sunflowers. So who would like to see? I remember one time Mackenzie planted a sunflower in the front yard. And it, it got to be at least eight feet. And it was right in front of the front door. First thing you see when you pull up to my house. I thought that would be fun if to like all the residents around for Arbor Day. So okay. yeah. Did um the person that sent you this email, what was the purpose of us being Tree City USA? Did she or he or she have any like well, reason why they wanted us to join this? It's a person on our beautification committee, if you recall who is uh, in the business, shall we say, is uh, not an arborist or whatever. Master gardener. But or what master, benefit master does gardener. it give us? I mean, yeah. what benefit does it give us to have that designation? Or is it just <laughs> something green to money. do? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just trying to be practical about it. Does it help us in any way, shape, or form? Or is it just just something fancy smancy to add to our name. I think it's just a nice idea. And it's a way of us being more environmental, which is 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 good. I want to I want to be as environmental as I can. But we can do that on our own. Yes, we can. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I'm agree too. I guess I'm not really for this, but so maybe me, now that COVID, hopefully in the next six months, we can start getting back to normalcy so we can get the beautiful committee together and we can discuss what we've been talking about about um, evasive species, planting more trees, and maybe we can come up with more of a plan for. <clears throat> about that. Maybe that enough. I'm yeah. sorry, go ahead. Maybe, you know, hopefully by June, July, or we can do a Zoom meeting maybe. With I was gonna say, I'll, I'll bet there's an opportunity to partner with Great Parks on tree saplings. I would love to partner with them because they're fabulous. 
Yeah, I'll bet. I don't know for a fact, but I would, I'm sure they've got to have some type of a program that we could partner with them on. You know That's who does? It's soil and water conservation. Because I know our soil and water conservation here in Butler County and when I worked in Warren County, um, they have some kind of tree program it is where you can buy saplings and you can mm-hmm. buy them for like $5 or $10 or whatever it is. And they're, I mean, they're tiny, tiny, but you right. can buy hundreds of them. Um, that's how we used to buy them. But um, I can check with soil and water to see if they do the same. It's usually an Arbor Day program that they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could create our own. I think it's a good idea. We'll make our own signs, say Tree Township. That's cute. First or, in the country. Who's yeah, gonna? We need, we need more signage. <laughs> uh, let's copy um, Dr. Seuss. Who's gonna speak for the trees? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are we done with this one? Yes. Everybody had what they wanted to say? Yep. Okay. Next item, accounting services. Didn't we already talk about that a little bit, Tim? Yep. In the $110 an hour and the need? Yep. And I'll try to, when Sean comes in on Friday, I'll try to pin him down, like how many hours he thinks it might take. Well, it brings up a question for me. I, I know I was absent the month of December from uh, the regular meeting and the uh, end of the year meeting. And when you were talking about uh, the forensic audit and the cost, because we'd spent the $20,000, I don't know how much more we authorized for that, but I have not to this date seen any kind of report out from the agency that's performing it. Can you I anybody- will send you, I will send you what they've sent me to date so far. Um, I think she's trying to wrap a lot of that stuff up right now okay so you just you just incrementally funded enough to close it out or or to get a yeah we authorized or the board authorized an additional ten thousand dollars because there was some additional looking at whatever she was looking at i forget which section that she was pointing at but she's wrapping things up right now i got to give her some more bank statements and some more investment statements and then she'll be able to finish up her reports okay so it sounds like this isn't going to continue forever we're about done no, 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 no. She's wrapping it up. Okay. Yep. All right. I'll wait for that, Kim. Thank you. Okay. Anything else on accounting services? We need to get any competing bids. We could, unless only- you guys, I don't know of any other accounting firms. So, I mean, I only know Sean through the TID. Um, so if you guys have any suggestions, ideas, whatever. Unless it's a low and you know low under the threshold that we don't that we can sole source. Oh yeah, I mean I don't think it's going to be that much. I just we just need help trying to wrap up the end of this year so that we can get that report filed in February. Okay. Well, hundred hours would be like eleven thousand dollars. Is what I'm thinking. I just don't even think it would be that much. But. Hmm? I don't well, think it'll I, be that. I, that's what I was just trying to get my arms around. It's kind of an yeah. upper limit. Okay. Um, see if we can find anybody else to quote. But uh, in the meantime, you got to get the work done. Right. Right. 
Okay, anything else on that one? No. Okay. Um, Kim, it's your opinion that we can go ahead and take the following action? I think so. I think we're fine, but if not, we can always hold it off till February. You won't hurt my feelings. Well, I was I just put things on here as they pop up. <laughs> I understand. You want you want to keep the ball rolling, but generally speaking, it was my feeling that a work session was just that, and you didn't really take any action other other than discuss your plan of attack, but you didn't take any action until you went into regular session, and that that right. was well, the reason raised the question we can hold it till february i mean we're only talking what two more weeks okay. well how did how do the other so. trustees feel based on what i just said we're talking about item four we're talking about taking action in a work session i think can we, we should do it can we do it or not because in a work session i always thought that the public could come and listen in and so on but they couldn't comment and we really didn't right. take any so we went into regular meeting but Kim, when I challenged her this afternoon, just before this meeting, on can we take action in a work session, she said she she put it in the paper as a special meeting. Yeah, I always advertise it so that we can do the most of everything. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm, I'm not hung up. But I'm fine with holding up. it. Okay, I'm not, not hung, a big deal. hung up on any of the items on here. I have no no um, no problem with anything. It's just a question of is it legal is it legal do we have legal grounds to do it that's all that's fine we could hold it anybody else feel the same way that's fine i'll okay. do it you'll I'm do so what confused what we're holding uh item number four okay that's what i asked in the first place yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right okay let's uh table it okay okay uh, in the meantime, Kim, can we get a legal opinion? Sure. Okay. Good. I think it's the kind of question that Jeff should be able to answer off the top of his head. Okay. But uh, I'd like to know before we take action in that regard. So I move the table item for approval of following expenditures. Second. Roll call. Mr. Bryan. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lease. Aye. Um, no executive session tonight. So does anyone have anything else that they want to bring up? I just think it's a really good meeting. I think it was a great meeting. We got all accomplished. Well, I, I think we lose a little something in not being in the same room to do it, but it's, it's convenient to do it this way in this kind of atmosphere that we're working do it by zoom okay so yep. uh with that being said um i move to adjourn second okay. roll call mr bryant Did you say bryant mr bryant okay aye miss lease aye mr beck aye we stand adjourned thank you all thank okay. you thank you hey. Good job, kim thank you stay healthy everybody. all right thanks yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye. -bye. Bye.